This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. Demonstrators outside Downing Street made their feelings known as the Prime Minister announced that lockdown would not be lifted as planned on June 21st. It'll be July 19th now, a delay of around four weeks, but a lifetime for London's hospitality industry. Many claim they won't make it to the new end date without government support. So far, that support does not seem to be on the cards. I'm joined now by our business consumer editor, Jonathan Prynne. Jonathan, how damaging is this delay going to be? Yeah, very disappointing. Um, they haven't been open, able to open it anywhere near full capacity uh, until now. And we're hoping that June the 21st would, would be that moment. Uh, and the nightclub sector haven't been able, able to open at all. So that was huge date in the diary for them. Now, all that's been put on hold. But for pubs in particular, during the Euros, it's, it's, it's very um, disappointing for them because obviously they, you know, during the, for the big sort of high days and holidays of, the foot, of a football tournament, they love to ram people in. And, and of course, you, you know, people sitting down at tables of six is, is going to be nowhere near the level, the same level of um, revenue for those big days. So, you know, definitely it will make or break for quite a few places probably that were just holding on for the reopening or the full reopening and, and now have to put everything on hold again. I, I, I'm sure we will see many, many places that won't reopen again. But it is just a, a few weeks, Jonathan, and the, the, you know it's been done for the good of the public's health, but there have been, people have told you that it, it's devastating for them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an unfortunate confluence of um, of timetables. So a lot of the support that's been in place for for hospitality in particular all starts to fall away uh, at the end of June. Um, so, for example, the uh, furlough arrangement starts to get less generous um, from. June the 30th, the business rates holiday starts to get less generous. 
and the moratorium on landlords evicting commercial tenants because they haven't paid their rent, that comes to an end at the end of June the 30th. And a lot of premises have now 15 months worth of accumulated rent that they haven't paid uh, hanging over them as a huge sort of debt time bomb. And landlords will, from June the 30th, be able to start um, proceedings against them. So I think that's why everyone's so worried. It's, it's not just the delay, which is you know, bad enough in itself in, in the middle of summer during a, a major sporting event. It's combining that with the loss of support uh, as a kind of double whammy, I suppose, one of a better phrase, that they really feel will... Give, will damage businesses that are already hugely weakened financially after the best part of 18 months of lockdowns and restrictions. Is there any sign that the government might offer more help or extend some of the schemes that some of these companies have been able to take advantage of? Well, judging by what Michael Gove was saying this morning, I don't think so. I mean, the, the government's view seems to be that we've been very generous We've already extended the support mechanisms or, you know, several times and that the support doesn't fully kind of taper away until, until the autumn. So there's still a measure of support out there um, and the economy is growing perhaps more quickly than, than people had, had um, forecast. Therefore, we don't need and in fact, we can't afford to extend these measures um, or, or, or you know, beef them up any further than they are already. And as you mentioned, we've got the Euro 2020 competition going on. It's been beautiful weather. There must be pub landlords, probably in those wet pubs that can't serve food, who are just looking at this and just being devastated by the money they cannot make. It's difficult to imagine how frustrating that must be. And in fact, the weather... <laughs> Uh, although, you know, pubs for gardens are in good shape at the moment, they can serve, obviously, uh, outside in greater numbers, even if their capacity indo- indoors is is restricted. But that said, the weather looks set to change on Wednesday into Thursday. It looks like we're going to get a lot of rain uh, towards the end of the week and going into the weekend and so on. So even even the weather gods are, are, are kind of, um, you know, being... Uh, less than favourable uh, at a time when a lot of these people, as I say, are financially hollowed out. They've used up all their resources and savings and, and you know, anything they put a- aside for the for the years of famine, as it were. So, and that now will leave a lot of them on, on the brink, I suspect. And you do wonder when things come back to normal, if they do in later in the summer and in the autumn, just how many empty premises will be left as sort of hollow shells of, of um, you know, once thriving businesses. And I suppose the big fear now must be that there might be yet another delay, that they won't hit this uh, July this July date. Well, I, I think that's the other part, of the, the other side of the coin, that it's not, it's, it's not just um, the, the sort of direct impact of this four-week delay, but it's the knock-on effect in terms of confidence, both to the industry and, and to consumers. If they can delay it once, they can delay it again. And I think the fear is that in four weeks' time, the numbers on, on hospitalizations and deaths might be a lot worse than they are today. They're pretty good at the moment. It's cases that are running, running away at the moment hospitalizations and deaths are still very low but as we all know by now there is this horrible lag effect which means in four weeks time the figures for severe cases could look a lot worse and then I I guess 
it will be a lot harder then for the government to say, oh, it's all right now, everything's better, when, you know, there's far more people dying in hospitals every day than there are now. I think, you know, public opinion would find that, find that very hard to understand. And there's more on this in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.